Good morning and welcome to Tuesday morning, January the 18th in 2022 on When I Rise. Today we are in year C, the third Sunday of Epiphany, and on the Tuesday of the week we'd like to take a look at the psalm passage from this week from the Revised Common Lectionary in the church calendar year, and today we're in a familiar spot, Psalm 19. So let me read that passage, provide a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making us part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Psalm 19. The heavens proclaim the glory of God, the skies display his craftsmanship. Day after day they continue to speak, night after night they make him known. They speak without a sound or word, their voice is never heard. Yet their message has gone throughout the earth and their words to all the world. God has made a home in the heavens for the sun. It bursts forth like radiant bridegroom after his wedding. It rejoices like a great athlete eager to run the race. The sun rises at one end of the heavens and follows its course to the other end. Nothing can hide from its heat. The instructions of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The commandments of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are clear, giving insight for living. Reverence for the Lord is pure, lasting forever. The laws of the Lord are true, each one is fair. They are more desirable than gold even the finest gold. They are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. They are a warming to your servant, a warning to your servant, and a great reward for those who obey them. How can I know all the sins lurking in my heart? Cleanse me from these hidden faults. Keep your servant from deliberate sins. Don't let them control me. Then I'll be free of guilt and innocent of great sin. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. This is a word of God for us. I heard somebody say recently that the first lesson of religion is that we have to be willing to be loved. It's like, so if the intro class of religion is Religion 101, uh, this person said that. Uh, Wanting to be loved, the desire to be open to be loved is actually religion like zero nine eight, like it's the thing before the thing, right? And so, what does it mean to be loved? It means to be open. It means uh, to be received. It means to be in relationship where there is a giving and a taking, a mutuality of sorts. And so, when a person decides to embrace Christianity, uh, the religion in which uh, Jesus uh, displays to us through his words and actions, and those who follow him afterwards. Um, what we sense is that uh, we are in God's presence always. And this is because um, we find the, the basis for our religion in the scripture. From the very beginning in Genesis chapter 1, we see this creation in seven days. And it's clear that what's happening there is a measuring out of a temple. And the temple is not just a building in one spot in all creation. But all creation is a place where we can behold the glory of God. We can behold the presence of God and we can commune with God no matter where we find ourselves. And so what we find as we work out what it means to follow Jesus in everyday life is that there's a sense where we do sense the presence of God in places where we'd expect, uh, be it in study and prayer and solitude, but also in corporate worship and church. It's also during service and action with other people from our church. So like there's like we sense that God is there, but then we have these moments where we're kind of off 
that property and outside of those times. And we sense God's presence as well. Perhaps through a meal with a friend or we are watching a film and something speaks to us in a very tender place in our life or we're just in a, a conversation with a stranger on a flight and there's just something popping about it, right? Like we sense that God is near us there as well. And so how do we, how do we calculate all this? We almost feel kind of ashamed that uh, we sense God in the middle of a TV show that it was obviously not dedicated to our God. Like it's just on a regular channel or Netflix and it's got language in it that we don't hear at church ever. And so we begin to say like, how can this be? Or we're listening to songs that aren't necessarily dedicated to our God. They don't have words of scripture in it, but yet we sense there's a hum of the holiness of God in the midst of those as well. So how do we, how do we put all this together? Well, in comes Psalm 19. Psalm 19 is interesting because you can almost cut it in half where the first refrain talks about how all of creation bears witness to God. So it's the highest heavens, it's the fullness of the earth, something about the sun and its course, like it all points beyond itself to someone greater than itself, you know, and then it transitions in the middle Uh, we uh, we see in verse uh, 7 where it says the instructions of the Lord are perfect reviving the soul the decrees of the Lord are trustworthy making wise the simple and so the psalmist seems to have two pictures in mind two horizons there's the horizon of everyday life and there's like this horizon of the unique things that God has spoken to us through his word that we hear recited and studied and preached and proclaimed you know there's a bare witnessing of these things but all of it belongs there's some sense through scholarship that the first half of the psalm that speaks of this general revealing of God and creation, that it might have even come from a neighboring community outside of the people of Israel, another Mesopotamian tribe that a psalmist bumped into and said, you know, it, that you might think that's true of your God, but it's also true of my God. And so they felt licensed to include that into this great song of any place where you can find God. So what does this ultimately say? We push back from Psalm 19. We see this compelling picture that we can find God in the common and that we can find God in the extraordinary. And that's one of the hallmarks of um, the religious life is to consider that we're always in the presence of God, whether it's in a common moment or in a sacred moment, whether it's in a common space or in a quote sacred space. All of it belongs in the calculation and the algebra of how one faces our God. And so you and I, we've got things on our schedule today. We we have things that we would deem as sacred. We have things that we would deem as common. And so we might have this temptation to say, well, I have like to act in a certain way in these common places and then an expectation in in these sacred places. But what we sense is that what we find as we set our day is that all of it belongs to God and all of it is sacred space and all of it is sacred time and all of it is sacred duty. So that in every moment today, it might actually be a holy moment. So with that in mind, let's spend some time praying to our God this morning. Father, Son, and Spirit, we rejoice in you today. We thank you that you brought us into this loving relationship that's always existed between Father, Son, and Spirit. We thank you that we are deeply loved, accepted as we are, and we're being transformed to be more like you because you are love in its perfection. And so God, this day, we open up our hearts and we desire to be loved. 
We understand that that sets us up to be in a great exchange of serving and receiving. So God, we thank you that you have opened up your whole world to us and all the places that we can imagine to be impressed by you, to be in your presence. And so God, this day, we understand that we have tasks and duties and places to be, places at school, places at work, uh, places for fun and leisure. Yeah, we are tempted to think that you only show up in the sacred hours, in the sacred places. But we change our minds today and we open up our life, open up our ears, open up our hearts and minds to hear from you today in every common place. So whether through through songs on the radio or through a video that we watch or through a conversation that we have at lunch or through a text message thread with a long friend that we haven't spoken to in a quite a long time. We are open. We ask you to speak to us and that you would change our lives once more. Let's all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.